0: texted you?
1: Oh, never mind. I already read that. Oh. That text is from a while ago. I accidentally mm. just like clicked on it first again oh. for some reason. Yeah, still. thrilling. It tell it thrilling. again. Well, my brother
0: was no, asking don't me. Don't actually need you I to tell it again. No, mm, keep it inside. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe. I just like. I don't know. I'm in a weird place. I must say before Are we you get depressed? started. No, I'm just Joel. like tired and like over. it I'm like kind of sick of quarantining. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. How special? For <laughs> it's you. very unique feeling. I feel like I'd been floating along for a while, like doing pretty well, and like uh-huh. today I was just like, you know what? I don't like it. <laughs> Cool. Thank you. Anyway, welcome
1: to the Super Game <laughs> podcast. You should be concerned about me not, and how I feel. I'm not, I'm not holding your hand through this anymore.
0: Oh yeah, you've been holding my hand, bitch.
1: <laughs> I've been a good friend. You've been fine. I've entertained you. Yeah. I mean, I've entertained everyone.
0: Oh wow. my god. <laughs>
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another 2 Game Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. It has been another week. Yes. It's been the week before Thanksgiving. Yes. We're prepping for our uh, non-super exciting holiday plans. Right. But it's fine. Yes. We're still having a good time. We're living our lives. Exactly. What We're did
0: you do this week? Um, What did I do this week? I don't think I did anything too crazy. I mean, just mentally prepared for the Thanksgiving week. Uh, I also am possibly doing a uh, photo shoot soon for the album cover. <gasps> oh my god, with I who? I know. I can't say. It's a, you know, I want it to be a surprise when we announce Is the... it like a famous photographer? No, he's not famous, but he's like a cool guy I found on Instagram. We like him. So. Oh, shit. Yes. I love cool guys on Instagram. Hey,
1: I know. So I'm excited. I think is he we're... gay? He's... Does he know the aesthetic? He
0: is both gay and black, so uh, he gets the aesthetic. Alright, we got the aesthetic. <laughs> he gets the aesthetic. Yeah, so... Is he the
1: photographer who uh, photographed Beyonce on the cover of... Uh...
0: No, but okay. that guy went to my high school. School.
1: Oh, that's right! He's Isn't in. that crazy? Yes, we love
0: right. him. I forgot his name, but we love him. Okay, well,
1: this guy who's gonna shoot your cover is the new that
0: guy. Exactly, He's gonna follow in his footsteps. Exactly, you are
1: gonna follow in Beyonce's footsteps. I
0: mean, aren't we all? is not always what we're trying to do. Just follow in Beyonce's footsteps. If this new album, yes. that you are making right now, yes. had to be
1: compared to a Beyonce album. Oh my what would god! It be?
0: I don't know that it's similar to any Beyonce album. I mean, it's it's you know it's an EP, so it's you know shortish. So be that. And be a fucking rules, and be and it's all rules. bops, so that's hey, what we're doing. That's it's what I always do, darling. Okay,
1: so it's not going to be a two-disc, I'm <laughs> the fears moment.
0: No, I don't want to give people like t- an hour and 30 minutes in the cover of me doing Ave Maria for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will, st- I will never understand that cover for as long as I live. But you know what? She had to do what she had to do, and you know we love that for her. Yeah. Uh, Matt Steele, mm-hmm. how was your week? It
1: was nice. Yeah?
0: I, you know how I told you uh, like a couple
1: weeks ago, my friend Nicola was in town. Yeah. from Georgia. Georgia well my friend Nicola is still in town because she was staying for the entire month mm. but my friend Jen from also from college oh my gosh is also in town she is actually in the process of moving to Vancouver she's lucky everyone's moving but like Pat yeah. just passing through because isn't Nicola moving Nicola to- is moving to Seattle mm. uh, and Jen is moving to Vancouver and it's actually funny because, well Jen just got married uh, oh actually. congratulations the to one Jen. Whose wedding a couple weeks ago I saw I watched her wedding on oh yes and you loved the
0: zoom wedding yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and, and they're having like a an actual ceremony actually in March 2022 so it's like oh
0: a, I was gonna say I was like 2021 that's oh yeah no, March, optimistic March 2022 <laughs> yeah and it's realistic so, um, I like that
1: so she and her husband uh, got a new job in Vancouver mm. so they are taking a long road trip through the United States before they eventually settle in a country where COVID is not as big of a problem okay um, I mean still a problem but right. like not they're handling it better I mean uh, we're the worst though. So. <laughs> yeah um, and so and it's kind of funny because um In 2011, it was very much, like, a a very core group of, like, me... Our friend Lauren, yeah. Jen, Nicola, and Megan. Uh-huh. So Megan in 2011 went on tour with a show for two years. Wow. Me and and then Nicola was just like surprise. I'm moving back to Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. And then me and Lauren were like, we are moving to LA. Aww. All in two thousand All this happened in 2011. And Jen was always like, remember when the year my <laughs> friends all just That's left tough. me? Poor Jen. And, but now. Like Megan is in in L.A. now. Lauren uh-huh. is still in L.A. Uh, Nicola's is moving to Seattle, and Jen is moving to Vancouver. So now we're all on the west coast. We love that. Anyway, yeah. So this weekend, Jen and her husband uh, are we're in town. So I got to meet the husband. Yes. and uh, Do you we, like him? Oh, he's such a sweetheart. He's wonderful. That's great. And uh, we Nicola's birthday is like December seventh, mm. but like she's not going to be here. Right. So we like threw her like a five person <laughs> like back door <laughs> like birthday party where we all sat far away from each oh, other. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Um, so that was cute. And then today we went to uh, the Huntington, mm-hmm. which is like a garden-y place with like lots of ambiance hey. in Pasadena. That's great. So I walked around there, got to see the flowers, and I went to work. Great.
0: <laughs> I know you love a Sunday work.
1: Yeah, which I yes. now work no longer has outdoor dining. I was going to say, and it happened while you were at work, didn't it? Wasn't
0: that announced? No, was it, it was
1: announced before, like oh, right was before it? I went Oh, to I didn't work. hear
0: about it until you were yeah.
1: gone. LA has stopped its outdoor dining, but I still, I, because when work like pre-COVID I worked behind the bar so therefore my position now is essentially just helping out with takeout hey Um, you're gonna need that they're gonna need that help yeah for sure oh yeah yeah yeah. so um I feel bad for like the servers though because like they just lost like all their shifts Mm. but I kind of lost some of my shifts too because now they're gonna have to schedule like servers into some takeout Mm. shifts and so we're all we're all fucked,
0: but wow. it's fine. <laughs> we're keeping it positive today on two gay mats, but yeah. you know what? Uh, I'm sure it'll all be okay. And apparently, by December 11th, hopefully, we'll be beginning to roll out vaccines.
1: I know, not for us because we're young and healthy. Yes, we're young
0: and healthy, and you know, beautiful for some people. But for the people, the people on the front lines, the you know, hospital workers, doctors, and nurses, and for the elderly. Oh my God, give it to them! Can you believe the oh. idea that like. It's really starting up. Like, if it really starts on December 11th, i be like, fuck, it's yeah. really starting. And then it, they said, if it starts December 11th, we could be back to normal by May. Yeah. I don't know when When in May. I
1: don't know, like, what back to normal means, though. I know. Like, does that mean we will start to get back to normal, or does that mean, like, gradually, like, through time, we will start to get back to normal starting, like, I don't know, a little bit before May,
0: and then, I don't know. I don't know what it means. I feel like it means, like, if that 70% of people will have the vaccine and so mm-hmm. it's like kind of herd immunity level and so we don't have to be wearing masks I don't know if like yeah. Broadway will be open but <laughs> well Broadway already
1: announced June okay great so that's after May
0: yes um, um but I think that a lot more things will be more regular again and that's all I want I don't need live concerts I don't need live events of course we want all those people who worked in those events to have jobs and you know income and all of this but mm-hmm. just me personally I just I'd like to be able to go to friends' houses and sit yeah, inside I would and love like to go to a with, house. and like be inside with a group of friends that is not just one or two other people. Mm-hmm. It's just these are these are my big dreams, my life goals for twenty twenty two. My big Twitter dream, one, excuse me. My big dream is
1: the Oscars are scheduled for April twenty fifth. Uh-huh. I am hoping for a live ceremony, even if it is like significantly smaller size right. audience, which. I imagine they could do some sort of something, like take out a bunch of seats, (laughs) you know. So I'm I'm hoping for some sort of live ceremony where the winners can actually be there to accept an award.
0: I think, yeah, I think my barometer for like things going well is like my birthday is April 29th. Mm. If I can have a birthday party that's not over Zoom, Mm -hmm. I will be happy. That would be nice. You know, I wish that for you. I want and that for your, me too. Uh 39th year. Oh, not the right year. <laughs> but thank <laughs> well, you. Well, I wish it for
1: your 39th yes, year. Yeah, it's true,
0: but we're not there yet, darling. Okay. So don't age me, because you know, this skin could not be 30. Oh, well, it probably will look like this one on thirty nine too. Because, <laughs> you know, it's all gonna go okay. Um, but let's jump into news for idiots. Um and uh I think on the seventeenth, which I don't know what day was that, like Thursday? Friday. Who's this? Dates are I know. Honestly, why are we talking about dates or time? People's sexiest man alive was mm-hmm. announced. Michael B. Jordan takes the crown. And how do you feel about this choice? I'd have sex with him. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I think he's a gorgeous man. I say sure. I feel like I'm on the cover. I always think of, and I mean, I, who knows? This could have been last year. Could have been two years ago. Because again, time is but a circle. But when you think about how they named Blake Shelton, I, I thought sex. that was mean. I mean, how people ripped into that. He's a decent looking guy. Decent looking guy and sexiest man alive are two different things.
1: I imagine he's very nice. Nice is not. It's not and nicest man nice, alive. Look, you know how turned on I am by nice guys. So,
0: if, he's if like kind think- of nice. I feel like he's he's hung out with Paul um Paul Ryan. I was like, not Paul Rudd. We like him, Paul Ryan. So, uh,
1: what was he doing with Paul? Rudd? I don't know,
0: but he brought Quinn Stefani to it.
1: Why was he bringing such a queen around
0: Paul Ryan? Well, because they're together. He and Gwen and. You know, Blake is open to that. Michael B. Jordan has never been seen with Paul Ryan. Okay. <laughs> so he's automatically sexier and generally just also is sexier. Like, I'm just, I feel like these are people that should have been on the cover for a long time. And I'm happy that it's him. He seems like a nice man, he's beautiful. I want good things for him. Yeah. So congratulations to and him. And I want good things for me, which includes having sex with Michael B. Jordan. I don't think this means that he's going to have sex with you. Like, that's not what the I do title know, means. I do <laughs> know
1: someone who used to date Michael B. Jordan. Really? Yes. How do you know them? Uh, I know hi, her... Not I was going to say <laughs> him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Breaking I news. Know, I know... <laughs> no 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 it was it's very much a girl i know because I, I don't think it's like supposed to be knowing that she dated okay marriage, well just
0: tell me where she's from we're not gonna like get her zip from com. my my friend arthur okay i know her she's, oh oh yes and i and arthur knows some people yeah that like people listening to this could know could know all right yes interesting yes what did she say about him Positive um, things
1: uh, that he was nice Okay
0: Great <laughs> yeah. Well if that's what you're looking for Matt Steele Then you should be very happy with yeah, this Yeah she
1: I, I did not go in I don't know her well I've hung no. out with her twice Yes um, So she has not gone into depth About her relationship with Michael B She would just yes. like reference to me Like oh that was back when I was dating Michael B Like she You could tell she, she like heard... She like Forgot that she wasn't supposed to like Say it to me Because uh, she's not like close to right. me
0: Right um, um, Does she refer to him as Michael B She calls him Michael B Huh Yeah That's interesting That's very much like You know Kindergarteners If they're two Michaels in the class. Oh, yeah. There's a Michael B and Michael R. They're like, what's your middle initial? <laughs> I love that. Well, congratulations to her for having dated the Sexiest Man Alive yeah, for Yeah, good for her. Good, good for her. And more amazing news. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey's magical Christmas special is premiering on Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, On December 4th, and it was announced that there are going to be lots of special guests, including Tiffany Haddish and Billy Eichner included in the special. Uh, And also uh, Misty Copeland, who I also love that half these people are just like people Mariah is actually friends with or like has done something for before in the past and like Mm -hmm. is very friendly with. It's like she'd never do something with someone that she didn't like. And I just love that about her. Uh, But of course, the biggest news for Mm -hmm. us pop fans is the Mariah Carey. Oh, Santa Reimagination featuring the dream girl, Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. And unbelievably, Ariana Grande will be also premiering on December 4th. We've said it for years.
1: I Get them on a thing together. I can't believe and so it's happening. This begs us to ask the question. Yeah. Is the marketing strategy to get Oh Santa to number one? If
0: it is this year, I think it could happen.
1: (laughs) Let's guys, come on! We know what we have to do this year. We love All I Want for Christmas is You, but if we can get Mariah Carey to tie the
0: Beatles, hey! But again, we don't have to pick one. Oh, All I Want for Christmas is You is going to be number one the week of Christmas because you know that can be that. But December fourth. And all those Arianators If y'all got Positions to be number one The first week it came out That's true Can't you guys stream Oh Santa And Oh Santa's better Than Positions I didn't say that (laughs) But we were all thinking it And yes it is It's a great song What a joyful song It's an excellent And it also I feel like both Ariana and Jennifer Hudson are just going to sound so good on it. Like I feel like it's really going to work for them. Oh, yeah. Um, Get a fun, colorful video I in can't there. I can wait to see what the video looks like. I can't believe they did all of this. It's like they're in the special, they re-recorded the song, and they shot another music video for it.
1: Yeah, we're I getting mean- it to number one. It's happening now. If all I want for Christmas is you goes to number one again. Yeah, that doesn't count as like, no. no. Okay. It's
0: still the same song, but yeah. I would, just would like it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I want it to be number one every year. I want Mariah to always have a number one every year because of all of Christmas is you and I, now a oh, Santa.
1: But yeah, I'm excited to see this special. I love the picture. that's oh, the pictures amazing. The slit amazing. in the dr- the leg of the dress is amazing. so perfectly aligned. I'm like, telling you, it was. It, it looks like it's like super glued to her leg.
0: She was like, <laughs> it needs to have the exact line of my leg. It's a beautiful. Oh, so well, speaking of people we know, I know someone who uh, worked on this poster artwork. <gasps> is it the person
1: who's taking your picture for your? No, no, no. No no, okay. no, 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 it's
0: not. Um, but they were saying that uh, they were like, "Okay, well, we've um, mocked up something. This is the idea for you." And it was like a little bit less. Uh, and the thing is, honestly, for Mariah, it's not that sexy. But they're like, "Well, since this is a family thing, we like kind of dressed her, you know, conservatively." And she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, darling." <laughs> and they're like wait do you want to be sexy on the cover of this holiday Christmas family special and she's like yes yeah, I, want to, I want to be
1: sexy on everything, everything I'm doing. I'm Mariah Carey and, but you
0: know what apparently she loved the mock up and uh, she's very happy with the latest photo and they said they were all scared of working with her because you know rumors but they said she was lovely to work with just a bit late <laughs> <laughs> you know which you know I think is fine sometimes
1: people are late even Maya occasionally Maya Angelou Maya late I'm never late
0: Oh I love that song I mean mean, she's talking about yeah. Period. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, I I don't think the like the pictures. She looks sexy in the picture, yeah, but, but it's not a it's, it's not a vulgar no. Picture. And
0: like, it's like it's it's sexy, but like you're not seeing any cleavage here. No. Like it's, for Mariah in 2020, it's covered up. No. <laughs> there are no slits. I think it looks lovely, and I She's just classy. Put put uh, put uh, princesses in it. Yeah, put the queen in it. <laughs> I am just so excited. I love her sitting on that wreath. I just, I'm just so excited about Hanging this. Hanging up a decoration. I mean, I just, I just like, I love the idea of the, like, Mariah's like, okay, I've written like seven original Christmas songs. Every year, I'm going to just re release it with a new duet partner and like push it for a single. Cause like, I'm the Christmas girl now. So like, bitch, it's my holiday. And it's you know, like, you know what? You know what needs to go to number one next. Well, A, Missy Most at Christmas time. But B, Christmas time is in the air again, which mm-hmm. I Cannot stop singing the praises of Get Michael Buble on a duet version of that oh, song yeah. Classic That's beautiful It's beautiful Who
1: would you Now like she's got to have like guests and everything yes. Who would you want on Miss You Most at Christmas time? I don't know if anyone can sing that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who out now can sing Miss You Most Like, So what you're saying is fucking nobody <laughs> I'm fucking nobody I mean she could have just had Ariana on No Santa And then had J-Hud on Miss You Most But you I know feel the ship of like- sailed there
1: I feel like um, I feel like I would switch that. I feel like J Hud is more of an Oh Santa, and Ariana is more think of an so oh Santa's so mumbly, Ariana's gonna be right <laughs> in the pocket, <laughs> but like oh Santa's like loud and brisk. like, <laughs> like oh Santa's like boom and it hits you and all and you just want to belt it out and mm. everything, whereas like Mishimosa Christmas time' is like you know a little delicate
0: it's a l li- it's delicate, like sonically, but not delicate vocally. I feel like by the end, Mariah's really powerhouse them through it more than she is in O'Santa. And not to say that Ariana Grande can't powerhouse, but Jennifer Hudson and powerhouse is her middle name. Okay, so yes. that is, that's my feeling. But again, that ship has sailed. We'll have to think of someone else. Maybe um, well, Beyonce's around. What we're going to have
1: to do is we are going to have to do two versions of each mm. um, with like J-Hud on O'Santa and J-Hud <laughs> on Mishimos and yes. Ariana on O'Santa. Ari- and then uh, each year release a new one. And, I, hey. and then we'll rank and see what works best.
0: I hope she sings uh, "Miss You Most" on the Christmas special. That'd be amazing. Come on, has she ever like sung that live? Not in full. Like she sung when I went and saw her in Vegas uh, for the Christmas show. She sang like a clip of it, and I screamed. <laughs> 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 she literally sang like a, a line and a half of it, and it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard. But I don't think she's ever sung it in full. So, um, well, the next thing we're going to talk about is about a little viral video that I feel like has. uh, Something Matt Steele can relate to. I hope not relate to. but (laughs) Something that I feel could be a little close to home. Apparently, an actor of the name Lucas Gage uh, posted a tweet with a video. And the tweet says, PSA, if you're a shit-talking director, make sure to mute your shit on Zoom meetings. And I'm sure you've seen this by now if you're listening to this. But basically, the director... is thinks that he's on mute when he's uh, like talking about this actor as he's about to audition over zoom and he's like oh these poor people live in these tiny apartments blah 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 and you can see the actor lucas being like oh <laughs> he's like, "Oh, yeah, I, you're you're not muted." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and he's like, "Yeah, but I agree
1: my apartment's really yeah, he's small." He's like, "Yeah, so give me the job." Exactly. And, uh, he's, he's like, like "I live in a shitty
0: apartment, but like give me the job. I want to get a better one. Okay, let me get started." And the director's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." He's like, "No, it's fine. Just give me the job." <laughs> yeah. I love how he he pointed that out that's all he wanted twice. And I felt like he really handled it well. I didn't think that what the director I mean, the fa- the phrasing of it's not good. The word "poor" was used, <laughs> even though that's not the. It co- wasn't saying like, yeah. "Oh, how poor is this yeah, guy?" He's saying
1: like all these poor actors. Like right. they, they, they work so like they have to do all like jump through all these. He was about to everything.
0: go into the background and like why it was so sad. I felt like I felt like because like, he's got that TV up there and his, and he was like,
1: <laughs> well, because it, it basically insinuates like. I, see, the, I don't think what the director said was that mean, because <laughs> like it's it's very true. Like it's like actors. I feel like casting directors think, oh, actors like self tapes because they can mm. do it however many takes they want and everything. But like self tapes fucking suck. Like self because you live in a tiny apartment right. or like not even if your apartment's like, like our apartment's like a decent size and yeah. right? but like self taping is so hard right? because you have to have nothing in your background. And then they always ask for a full body mm. slate and it's like, you have to back the camera up so far and you just don't have the room to have that feasibly be possible. Right. So it's very frustrating. So what the director was essentially saying was like, Oh, these poor actors, like, you know, they, They live in these tiny apartments like it's they can't well I interpreted it as like they can't get like an appropriate backgrounds like it works like like you see his TV in the back like it's it's so hard for them I
0: I, I think that's how I interpret you're taking it it very kindly to me it did seem very much like oh. I could never live in that shithole. <laughs> like I felt oh. like the undertone was a little like, oh, could you imagine living there? Like oh, I that, didn't
1: interpret that it that way. Yeah, no.
0: I don't think it was like, oh god, it certainly wasn't sympathetic. Like him saying, Oh, these poor people was not like, oh, I feel bad for them. That was definitely not the tone he was taking in that. Oh, I that's how I Oh well those. sweetie, you should listen to it again. It wouldn't be circulating the internet <laughs> if that's what it wasn't like, oh my Look, god. It's these easy poor to, it's people. easy to like
1: spin the tone that way to me. No (laughs) Like
0: you're really Giving this director I don't know why You're giving this person The benefit of the doubt here When he was like Kind of being a dick Like he just was saying Oh And also like yeah, don't don't comment on anything about my living situation when I'm in an audition. Oh, video. absolutely! Like that. Yeah. Like, don't say anything. He shouldn't don't be commenting
1: on that. Yeah, I I agree about that. But no, I think he was saying like like you see the TV like oh you don't see a plain backdrop as like you're supposed to see in an
0: audition. Guys, email us and see how you <laughs> feel about this. I think Matt Steele is like very glassy eyed about this, but you know. Um,
1: but yeah, some yeah I'm like I'm like very uh like fifty fifty on whether or not I think this video is real or staged, mm. which is really good for me. <laughs> Because I
0: think You think everything, everything staged. is fake. So the, so
1: the facts that I'm very 50-50 about this Is like saying like Oh this could be real
0: It means it's probably real <laughs> Like you think everything is fake I don't know Why was he recording his audition? You could, wouldn't you want to look back on your audition? If you were like Oh I have to audition over Zoom Let me just rec-. It's like Oh do you mind if Maybe. I record it Just to see how I did And like Maybe, blah
1: Maybe But I've I've never I'm, I'm, I mean I guess that is a good idea Yeah it's a good idea Yeah okay Maybe I'm like Seventy okay. uh, thirty now. Um, <laughs> okay. just because I automatically think everything on the internet is, is fake, <laughs> fake. Um, but also like his apartment looked really nice. That's yeah. the thing. I was like, his apartment looks great. Like, it probably is small. Like maybe he just lives in like a one bedroom like, right. or, like one room thing, but like the molding is real nice, the ceiling was really yeah, nice. Yeah, I had no like, issue
0: with the apartment. I
1: love that and he's got and he's got a flat screen TV hanging up there. That's I nice. Mean, hey,
0: that's the thing, our flat screen's not hanging on the wall. It's just on a you know, I mean it's on a very cute. Yeah, it uh, looks very and cute. It look and good. it's pretty big. <laughs> I mean, it's great. I kinda want a new one. Because they're not that oh, expensive. Wow. And I want a 4K. Okay. Well,
1: <laughs> do whatever do. you want. I'll
0: gladly watch it. Oh my God. And um also upset more upsetting news, Jesse Nelson is taking an extended hiatus from Little Mix. And uh, apparently she announced this week that she is taking an extended hiatus from Little Mix due to quote-unquote private medical reasons and her representatives have asked for her privacy to be respected at this time. Apparently she has had mental health struggles in the past, so I don't think this is just like, I'm leaving the group and covering it up. Like, it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like a uh, ginger spice moment to me. Um, But it's just sad and worrying and I hope she's doing well and like, I don't know. I just, I I mean, clearly Little Mix... I feel like has been doing so much promotion for this album. I feel like they're performing Sweet Melody in every single like digital performance they can do mm-hmm. and uh, in the UK they had like a um, weird like search for a next pop group or artist. It's like their own little X Factor because you know they came from X Factor and, but they feel like they can put groups together or mm-hmm. like find stars or whatever. So they were doing all of this like weekly television show while they're promoting this album and doing all these performances. So there was so much on our plate and so much on all of their plates but I just you know just want good Thanks for her. Absolutely. The best yeah, for her. if if
1: if she's taking this time off like in the midst of like a very acclaimed album right. then like it might be that like she needs it yeah so, it sounds like something's up so I hope everything is okay and I hope she gets the the break that she deserves Absolutely. and has a great time just chilling and hey. relaxing and being proud of the amazing
0: album I that know. she just put out I really enjoy it we still have to go back and listen to LM5 I feel like we got a bunch of comments on that video being like
1: listen to LM5 best pop album of all time I feel <laughs> like all of our little mixed comments are like this album's the best no this album's the best So which is a good thing because if there's a lot of disagreement on what the best album is th- it means that all of them must be good in right. some sort of
0: way at least I feel like LM5 is the one I'm hearing the most so okay. that's the one I'm going to try to dive into and see how I feel about but we shall see um, also that uh, what occurred this week apparently Scooter Braun has sold Taylor Swift's Masters for 300 million dollars to whom? to a a company whose name I don't remember, but uh, Taylor wrote, you know, a novel about this Mm -hmm. and was basically like um, the people that were buying um, her catalog from Scooter made this agreement and they couldn't reach out to Taylor directly or the deal would have fallen through but they're basically like hey we know that you're interested in owning this we know you're interested in having this um, control over these masters maybe we can work together in some way we could either sell them to you or we could work together and own them together but Mm -hmm. apparently the deal in which that new company has bought the masters from Scooter Braun Scooter still gets some sort of kickback when things happen with that old catalog and Taylor's like I don't want to give him a dime. Oh, damn. <laughs> she hates that guy so much. And so she's like, I would love to work with you if ever you were out of any sort of agreement or connection with Scooter. Mm-hmm. Let's talk again. But I am going to move forward with re recording all of my albums because i it's the only way I can move forward with a sense of pride in the work that I created. Jeez. It's like, good, good. <laughs> I know. It's Man, tough. she's re
1: recording all of those. Know. That's so many I albums. Know.
0: And she, I think she's in the middle of it now. Jeez. I know. I can't wait to hear them. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to be great. And yeah. apparently, I mean, this is unsubstantiated, but just so we're all on the same page, gossip wise, the rumor is as, did I tell you that Erica Jane, who was Roxy Hart on Beverly Hills Housewives, mm-hmm. uh, she is divorcing her husband of 21 years. Mm-hmm. And there's a rumor going around that she's dating.
1: Scooter Braun. Oh, no. Who
0: apparently is married also? Oh, and I'm like, no. what? So, it's confusing, but you know, and that's all allegedly. Please don't sue me, Scooter or Erica. But that's, that's the word on the street. Jeez. I know. God. Crazy people. times. God. And it's like, so do you think that he's like complaining about Taylor Swift to Erica Jane? Because that's a Weird thought. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they're complaining about Taylor Swift right now? Oh, my God. I mean, I hope Eric is respectful of Taylor in these conversations. As Taylor is right now in her studio, (laughs) re-recording, vegan again. (laughs) Exactly. You know she is. She's like, on a Monday,
1: in a cafe. Oh,
0: God. Um... Well, did you apparently Sia came out with a trailer for her new movie Music? Did mm-hmm. you see the trailer? I did see the trailer. All right. Well, apparently it has been slammed mm-hmm. because of her portrayals for of autism. I guess it stars um Maggie Ziegler. Uh, who is the dancer who's in all of his old Sia videos and mm-hmm. she's also from Dance Moms and uh, she is an able-bodied person who apparently is portraying an uh, autistic character mm-hmm. in the film and so a lot of people had a, pr- had a problem with the idea because there are obviously autistic actors who are like, why was I not f- up for the role? And unfortunately for Sia, she decided to respond to some of these criticisms online. Yeah, and It's uh. like, oh. And I, I, I need to go through, I'll go through and look at some of the exact tweets now, but I maybe. did see one that was basically like an autistic actor, like, um, just, just expressing his disappointment or her disappointment. I don't know their gender. And she, Sia responded, well, maybe you're just a bad actor. Yeah. I saw that one. Oh, that, that one's rough. I realize Sia is, you know, she's not. Lil Nas X age wise. She's not like the most I'm online and know how to deal with trolls person in the world. But like, girl, yeah, that's, you're more savvy than that. Yeah. Right? Like, that's so bad. Yeah. I don't know if I was ever in that sort of
1: situation and I was getting a lot of blowback on social media. I would kind of just... St- stay silent for a while until I figure out the right thing to say. And
0: I feel like there's no harm in staying silent until you figure out. It's like, now I've heard you. I've understood your complaints. Let's discuss. This is how we move forward Mm -hmm. here. Um, yeah. So, some Helen Z uh, tweeted. Several autistic actors, included uh, myself included, responded to these tweets. We all said we could have acted in it on short notice. These excuses are just that—excuses. The fact that of the matter is zero effort was made to include anyone who is actually autistic. Hashtag nothing about us without us. See his response. Maybe you're just a bad actor.
1: Oops, <sighs> Silence from the GX. Like, uh, And yeah.
0: apparently, she's working with. Um, a uh, group called Autism Speaks who apparently is kind of no autistic people are really involved in that organization and they oh. are kind of people that believe that autism is curable and like that oh. it's like she, the people that she's trying to run the film by to be like is this okay are actually enemies of the community oh. and she's, her, she tweets Autism Speaks came on board long after the film was finished. Four years in fact. I had no idea it was such a polarizing group. like okay this i feel like if you're writing about an experience that is not yours Mm -hmm. that it is your responsibility to do the complete research and not be like oh four years after we wrapped we brought somebody on i'm like huh didn't realize the autistic people actually the community didn't actually like them weird yeah it's like no that's your job yeah i yeah it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like the choices are Write what you know, which is like the safer lane. If you're gonna go outside of that, you're gonna go outside the box. Mm-hmm. Just consult with people who have the actual true lived experience. yeah, and get feedback
1: there. Do good research and like are you gonna get things like one hundred percent perfect? like no, no there's never, no way to. But, yeah, I feel more thought could have definitely been put into right? the making of this project. Have you seen the trailer?
0: I have. Yeah, the song sounds great. Yes, I mean, I think a couple of the songs are out now. Okay, I mean, they sound
1: good. Yeah, and I mean, I I get that maybe she she like wanted the character to like dance, mm. like have really intense dancing. Which right. Like of course, like Maddie can dance her face of off course. and everything. Um. So, but um, <laughs> yeah, That's I tough. I think the, I think it's just like the response to it is.
0: Is what, what is part. is what is so just like ah like yes. this could have been handled much better absolutely. Um, in our last news for idiots story, I haven't actually watched the um Hulu uh, reunion of The Fresh Prince yet, mm-hmm. but the thing the thing that's making the biggest headlines, of course, is the fact that the original Aunt Vib, uh Janet Hubert um sit she sits down with Will Smith to talk about their relationship, how she was fired from the show after a season or two and um what she was going through at that time and how her career has been negatively impacted by his you know harsh words for her mm-hmm. and it sounds like they kept in. I mean, obviously, this is a Will Smith production, but they kept in a lot of her criticisms of him, yeah. which was really. Am- I was surprised by that yeah. when I was. Why watched that clip where she was basically like, "It is hard enough being a black woman in this industry, and to be labeled d- difficult is like basically like a death sentence." And like, my future was so terribly impacted because of the words you said. and It's like, <laughs> yeah, it was awkward, but he sat there and took it. Yeah, and he's he like, really did. I didn't. You know, I was a young kid. I didn't re- understand. What I was doing, I didn't get it, and mm-hmm. now I get it. And yeah, it's like wow, I know that sounds, like,
1: was impressive. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I that's something that I definitely want to watch, even right. though I've never really watched Fresh Prince <laughs> Barrel. I'm so just like, oh, I'm watching this reunion. I know, um, yeah, and I think it's just amazing because this was a decade long, oh, like,
0: and like, I leave. feel like up until. Maybe two years no, it ago, was like two
1: and a half years ago, that she released that iconic <laughs> video <laughs> yes. uh, where uh, she was sort of blasting Will Smith and Jennifer yes. Smith for boycotting Oscars, and she's like, "You're just boycotting it because you weren't nominated. You can't be mad about that." Blah blah. blah. And it's just like, okay, this video stops. And so like, <laughs> like this, that video was funny. Yeah,
0: she's um, she's an intense lady for sure. But she was a amazing on that show. Mm-hmm. Like you, I would watch the reruns when I was a kid, and it's just like she was so good. And it was, I was always. A little disappointed. No shade to the newer actress, but when the like you just the original is who you fall in love with on the show, right? Oh
1: yeah, well the original is always like the original, exactly. So I but like credit credit to like any new actor in like a sitcom that like has to replace totally because it's like uh like when Sarah Chalk like replaced Becky on like Roseanne, it's just like Mm. oh that's like hard to do because it's like everyone is just like who the fuck are you? Oh exactly, it's like we
0: are so used to this other person. Yeah, and I think it was also so nice that also later in the episode, apparently they have the, obviously the full cast reunion. And then they asked the cast essentially like, Janet's here. Do you want to see her? And like, would you like to meet her new on Viv actress whose name? I don't remember right now. And they were all like, yeah. Yeah. And so she hops on set. She hugs all around. I don't know. It just seems really heartwarming and I haven't even seen it. <laughs> I'm just my, but my heart is so warmed by the clips I've seen and just like what I'm hearing about what happened. it's just, I don't know it's just I feel like so rarely do things get like tied up in a bow like th- that kind of feud in that way it would be like Mariah and J-Lo sitting down and like hashing things out and, like hugging <laughs> as friends like that's never happening well it's
1: not like they really had like a personal baggage true, together true. And, like, I mean more- Will
0: and she did Will Smith and uh, Janet Hubert did yeah, yeah yeah but I'm
1: talking Mariah and J-Lo, J-Lo. Mariah took
0: it personally. <laughs> I mean, you you read the book, darling. She took it personally. <laughs> but like
1: Mariah knows, like this isn't
0: really J Lo's fault. Matt, do you think she'd sit down and yeah. talk to J Lo? No, of course oh, not. Well, but why? like, yeah.
1: I wish they recorded the Andrew Lloyd Webber Patty LaPone reconciliation. Like oh. that's something I wanted to see.
0: And they're friendly now.
1: Yeah, she sang. Uh, she sang. She did the um owed to him at the Grammys a couple mm. years ago when she sang "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina." That's great. Um, at the Grammy Awards to like celebrate Andrew Lloyd Webber's career and everything. Mm. So, because
0: that's been that was a decades long uh, right. beef as well. Hey, so. can't wait for our decades long beef. Oh my it's god, it's gonna be iconic. Oh People are gonna god. be taking sides. I'll be like, get this carrot top off my stage. It'll be great.
1: And I just won't say anything because I will rise above it.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's it for the news for idiots. Is there any other news? Oh, also, I listened to that The Prom song with Meryl Streep rapping.
1: Anyway, we'll be back <laughs> 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 with a new, new tour game with a new, uh, you know. What I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's take that break. Woo. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I just don't understand why out of all the musicals in the world we need that one to be a movie, need that to be a Netflix film, need that to be a Ryan Murphy moment. We'll see how it is. We'll see
1: we're still talking about the prom guys, sorry by the way. of course
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but now we are on to email my heart yes which is the section of the podcast where we uh answer any questions that you guys might have mm-hmm. you can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogaymats at gmail.com to spell t-w-o uh we got a question from doni doni says uh, the subject line is rihanna madonna and ava max all right hi mats i have two questions for you guys have y'all heard ava max's new song head and my heart. I think it's really good, and I'm not just saying that because I'm an Ava Max apologist, L O L. Have you heard that song? I
0: have not heard it yet. I haven't heard it. Oh, oh, sorry, but a- I will take a listen I heard that it was good. Uh I just haven't I haven't crossed over to into Ava Max territory, but I mean yeah. some I listened to the album a little bit and some of the songs are fun.
1: Okay. Yeah. Is there anything I would know? I, I don't know anything oh, about it. Oh, um, Max. Oh, yeah, sweet but a psycho. Oh, that song. A- yeah, yeah. I feel like we had this conversation <laughs> I'm sure on we the podcast did. once where you're like, oh, she sang Oh, yeah, sweet mm. but a psycho. That's a great song. It's a great song. Yeah. Okay. Lord. Um, Okay. If my head and my heart is as good as that, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. I accept it. Um, Second question The 10 year anniversary of Loud was about a week ago, and it Which re- is
0: I can't believe it's been 10 years. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It feels like yesterday.
1: Uh, And it really got me thinking about how excellent Rihanna's reinventions were. Every era was so unique and executed so well, and the turnaround time was never more than a year or so. Not to pit two amazing women against each other, but I'm wondering, between Madonna and Rihanna, who is the queen of reinventions? It's
0: a great question.
1: I mean, I, I feel like... Obviously, Rihanna's great at it, but, like, Madonna, like... Yes, no, it's (laughs) like, like,
0: yeah, it's like Rihanna in that period of time was the Madonna of our time, mm reinvention-wise, and, like, the fact that she wasn't scared to change up her look entirely and change up her sound entirely was very much like no one was doing it like her in her generation, for sure, but you can't really beat the blueprint, like, Madonna... Started all of that off Like every person Who has tried that Which is not an easy thing to do Like mm-hmm. a lot of people Like you know No shade to Christina Lyra But I would argue That a reason why She didn't have as much sex uh, As much success Later on in her career I'm sure she had plenty of sex I'm sure she had a lot of sex But as much success Later on Is probably because She was switching her sound And look up every time And people kind of didn't, didn't know what she was. Like mm-hmm. they kind of had put her in a box that she would break out of it. And we love that people do that, but sometimes the audience will follow you and sometimes they won't. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Madonna could do that uh, really set the tone for pop stars and well, for pop stars literally from now until infinity we'll be referencing Madonna and like what she did for music. I rewatched yeah. that, like a prayer video the other day. Oh Jesus. Good night. Jesus. Literally. I know. Liter- <laughs> literally. Like, and it's
1: like, good night. It's like, holy shit. Like <laughs> I was listening to, uh, like songs from Madam X, uh, like, I don't know, a week ago. Mm. And there are some great songs on there. There are some not great songs <laughs> yes. on there. Yes. But I was listening to one of the, like not great songs mm-hmm. and I was thinking like but holy shit like this woman has been around for fucking yes. ever like yes. for so many years and she has done through so she has gone through so many like genres and looks and just right. she, she is one of the greatest celebrities that will ever walk the face of the planet mm. and she is at an age where like so many performers will be like ah, oh, just like put out a best hits thing again and like I'll just re-sing my classics or whatever but she's just like no I'm going to still try to not only put out new stuff but to like Push the envelope yes. so far to the yes. point where you listen to some stuff and you're like, "Girl, <laughs> what is, what is this? this?" But then you listen to some stuff and you're like, "Girl, what is this?" No. Like, yes, 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 yes. Like, crave, yes, yes, crave, like, good. like fucking Fash Gustoso. Like, <laughs> oh, girl, that is a song. Um. So yeah, I, I and I was just thinking, like, wow, Madonna, fucking rocks. I mean, <laughs> I,
0: yes, she's been doing this forever, and she still is taking her art as seriously as ever. I can't wait to see when the film comes out. We all know I have reservations about uh, the film yes, the itself film, the but film. i feel like there's going to be some musical aspect of the film that's going to be very exciting whether it is kind of having a year like mariah where you know how mariah did mc30 and there were new single releases every week maybe she'll do something similar because think of all of the remixes that aren't on streaming for madonna if there are that many for mariah oh so God, yes if there was some sort of like Legacy upkeep Around the time of the movie I think it would make sense Because everyone's going to be so interested in Madonna As an artist around Mm -hmm. that time so like Let's get it on vinyl let's like you know Get the streaming EPs whatever It'd be cool
1: but yeah I know we've Said on this podcast I think a couple times That we see a lot of similarities In Rihanna and Madonna in the sense that they like Rihanna like you say it so many Times Rihanna like just has her finger on the Pulse of exactly what is cool what is Current like at the time and that's Something Madonna was just like perfect at. Like yes. That was Madonna and everything. So, so yeah, a lot of similarities. How would you compare it in terms of reinvention like Rihanna and like Lady Gaga? Um, Because Lady Gaga is all about like the, we're changing everything up.
0: That, yes, you know. yes, she is. I feel like sonically outside of Joanne and I guess also um, Stars Born soundtrack or whatever, I don't know that musically... Cheek to cheek. Um... Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I don't think that musically Lady Gaga changes up her style as successfully as Rihanna does. Like Rihanna going from, you know, early island girl to good girl gone bad Mm -hmm. to rated R to loud to, you know, talk that talk. I don't know. I feel like Rihanna's played a little bit. a a wider net of the music that she's done and has had found more success because it just still feels like her and still feels genuine um but lady gaga of course is a great artist in her own right but i think lady gaga to me has a signature sound that she's expanding upon Mm -hmm. less so than like rihanna's painting with all different colors then like reinventing yes okay yes that's a very good assessment feeling. how do you feel same different Sure. Sure. (laughs)
1: This type of topic is something where I'm like, I'll disagree with Matt Palmer because, you know, that that does make sense. All right.
0: Well, it's nice to be right. So, congratulations. Thank you so much. Even
1: a broken clock is right. All right.
0: (laughs) Well, I have a question for you, sir. Oh, God, what? what has been giving you moments?
1: Though. Oh, I, yes. OK, well, this will probably be the most like mask given you moments. Oh, like, my. That can't I've we,
0: ever had. I can't wait to hear this. And it's
1: not that mask. OK, uh, but uh, it's just sort of like dude film Twitter, like oh, mask. spit
0: it out, girl. OK, <laughs>
1: calm down. Uh, so uh, the movie Mank is coming out. Uh, it actually came out in theaters, uh, but I don't think it's available on Netflix. What I is Mank? I've never Manc heard Mank is of the it. new David Fincher movie, mm. uh, and it's probably going to win Best Director at the Oscars, probably going to win a bunch of Oscars. It's about the man who co-wrote uh, the movie Citizen Kane, okay. which is you know always, like often regarded as the greatest movie of all time. Mm. I... I've never seen Citizen Kane. Oh. And I, being a movie fan, have always felt guilty for not seeing Citizen Kane. But I'm always kind of just like, oh, it's got a bunch of guys in it. <laughs> it's about like dude things. And like right. it's always like one of those movies that like guys are talking about like this is the best movie of all time. Like yeah. it's always ranks That's number one by men and everything. And, you know, we we love everyone. But like I tend to be a more chick movie. Mm. Um, And so I was like, OK, I got to watch Citizen Kane before I watch Meg. Um and um, I'd say I don't mind it being named the best movie of really? all the time. Like it's Fucking excellent. There was like a, uh, like for the first like 20 minutes, I was like, oh, I don't know about this, you know, but then it gets to a point where you're just like, oh, bitch. Where you're (laughs) like, where he's like having an affair and you're that like whole, there's like this whole scene, Mm. like where his like wife and like a guy he's running against for governor like Mm. confront the, his like mistress and everything. Mm. And I'm just like, this is fucking great. Is
0: this the movie that's like three hours?
1: It's not three hours. It's uh, like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, it's not bad at all. But like, it was very, um, Highly regarded For it's visuals Like Mm. it took A bunch of um, Techniques From different That have been Were established Like before that time And it was like The first movie To like put them All together Mm. Like the cinematography Is like absolutely Incredible Like the use of Shadows and the Camera movements And everything Like so It's visual aesthetics Is very very much like, what is super highly regarded about mm. it, but like the screenplay is also excellent. It was co written by like Orson Welles. That's like his baby, that's mm. like what put him on the map and everything. Um, so I was, I don't know. I just, I was very happy that, cause I figured I would watch it and be like, yeah, that was good. And I would, I figured I would like it, but yeah. it's just like, oh no, this is fucking great. Wow. So I was, I was very happy about that. So I'm you're a
0: citizens, Citizen
1: Kane stan now? I'll, st- uh, I mean, I feel like <laughs> to be named a Citizen Kane stan, you have to like have really dived deep into mm-hmm. it. And I just, I just skimmed the surface. Okay. I just saw it once. I'm going to have to like watch it again. and so like you're more w- of a baby stan. I'm more of a baby. Thing. yes okay it's more, i'm more of like uh uh how we just started maybe becoming little mixers yes and that's so, where you are like, with citizen kane that's where i am with citizen kane so it's just like okay let me right. let me re- now read all of the um the things about it okay all the you know that's really great i yeah. i
0: support you on your journey i will not be joining you and that's fine i don't foresee that for me yeah. but i love that for you
1: thank you and now i'm excited to to see Mank. yeah um and see what that's all about hey. I have a friend Who was uh, Had a little tiny part in it Great And so I'm excited to see her Congratulations Allie Yes we love Allie actress number two I think her character's name all right. Or well, actress keep,
0: number one I forget Keep your eyes peeled For all the actresses Keep your eyes peeled Future Oscar, Oscar nominee Allie <sighs> So you're gonna ask me What I
1: Yeah I wonder if you would Just go into it Well you, you could ask Matt Palmer. Yes. What the fuck was your
0: giving? <laughs> well, I two. Oh,
1: okay. It's okay. We have time. We do have time.
0: Okay. The first one, we just finished Shits Creek and I realize I'm late. I realize it ended. Yeah, you're late. I realized that. I We just were catching up over quarantine and got through all six seasons. And the first couple of seasons, you're like, yeah, this is cute. This is funny. I, I get why people like this, but like maybe I'm not completely understanding like the super hype of like the final season and like why everyone won every award. But then as it goes on, Mm -hmm. you're just like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) And you just like every single character who seems so surface level gets so deeply fleshed out. And they're given such like meaty things to handle as it Mm -hmm. goes on. And of course, since we're, you know, a bunch of gays, as soon as Dan Levy's character starts dating the guy, it's like, oh, you guys are so cute together. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's a really lovely, incredibly well put together show. And it's. Obviously very comedic, very funny, very quick, very snappy. And also Catherine O'Hara is just Oh my god. A masterstroke. Like no one has ever been as funny as she is as Maura Rose. Oh, oh my god. Unbelievable. Uh, she is she
1: is just one of the greatest actresses in my opinion like of all time and the fact that she is like like she's always gotten like some flowers like here and yes. there like sporadically and everything but the fact that she's like really getting them now is just like absolutely. It's the sweetest thing. I she is my number one pick besides myself <laughs> to play Carol Channing in the Carol oh, Channing Oh, she would be that great. That is that is
0: her. She would be great. Yeah, no
1: Shits Creek. I've only seen a couple episodes of Shit Creek. I've only seen the first I think like four episodes because mm. uh, the gentleman I was dating
0: mm. uh,
1: was like we're going to watch the entirety of Shits Creek together and I like watched you know the first couple of and like yeah. we would like watch an episode at a time we like hung out and everything yeah. and uh, he was like he was like oh, the first season is not good You like the first season is not good like you have to wait until like for it to go along to really mm. like it and I'm just like it was fucking great <laughs> like if, if it gets better it than gets, this like, then that's gets, fucking there, amazing
0: becomes, there's more emotional heft as it goes on like truly in the finale you are going to be laughing as much as you are crying Okay, and it just was a love. It was wrapped up so well, and I also want to uh, give a shout out to what do you know the actress's name? I think it's Annie Francis, maybe, who plays um, Dan Levy's sister Alexis on Mm. the show. She's also excellent. I mean, shock! I love the women.
1: She won won the Emmy. I mean, yeah, they all won
0: the the Emmy. Yeah, but she's so insanely funny, but also given some hard hitting dramatic work that she has to pull off in the final season, and she does an excellent job of it. I just cannot recommend the. Show enough if you find it like you're not getting it initially, just keep watching. Much like gay life, it gets better. And they also have, oh, oh no,
1: I was about to say, like, you know, I love nothing more than like a surface level character that, like, suddenly
0: I mean, that's literally the show, that's the arc of the show.
1: You know, I love when Regina George just (laughs) just says, Sweat are the only things that's the thing, and you're just like.
0: (gasps) That's seasons four, five, and six are all sweatpants or all that fit me right now. I, You're going to yeah. love it. You're going to love it. Okay. Um, and then also they have like a final documentary after the finale that you can watch on Netflix as well. It's like uh, 45 minutes talking about the show and its inception and its final season and how much it meant to people and like, you know, how it normalized, you know, gay relationships for a lot of people who didn't understand it and in a way that was not preachy. And it just is a lovely watch as well. My other giving me moment I mean, I know we're all like kind of tune out when I start talking. Why, why we all? I mean, Matt Steele, mm-hmm. tune out when I start talking about video games. But I had forgotten. <sighs> how good Super Mario Galaxy is. And okay, so Super Mario Galaxy is the mm-hmm. one that was released with the Wii. And so the Nintendo Wii came out when I, I think we were probably both in college by the time it came out. I had it like late, later half of my college years. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting in uh, our tiny apartment on 26th Street and playing uh, Mario Galaxy but for and fin- beating the game. But honestly, for some reason, I don't have as many memories attached to this game as I do for a lot of other other Mario games and just recently they came out with like a Mario 3D pack that you could buy with Mario 64 Super Mario Sunshine which is fine and Mario Galaxy available for the Switch and I just have started playing Super Mario Galaxy again it's like this game is fantastic. I'm so in love with it. I'm feeling such a rush every time I play it. It's so interesting. I love hopping from planet to planet. It's like you have a new... Every little planet you're on, you like have to like adhere to the gravity of that planet, and the center of it is what's grounding you. You're upside down. It's just brilliantly done. I don't know who thought of this. The people who make Mario games are truly the smartest people on the planet, and I love you for all of your beautiful work. And I just... I've forgotten how much I love this game. It brings me so much joy. I can't wait to beat it again. Rosalina is a queen, and thank you guys for listening.
1: We love Rosalina. We, we love do. the video game designers. As you continue to play this game, I, that's when I will be diving into my Citizen Kane uh, <laughs> academia. You know and what? And That's we'll, okay. We'll both be having a good time. It's nice for us
0: to have unique uh passion projects. Yeah, I'll you know? be
1: learning and educating myself about the history of cinema, and you will be exercising those thumbs.
0: And enjoying <laughs> beautiful and incredible entertainment. That's yeah, it. and that too. cinema, quote unquote, <laughs> is not just a fucking movie you can um, watch. It,
1: Matt Palmer I'm a filmmaker. Oh my god! Heard, but like I'm a filmmaker. It's so weird. Like when I have to like go on Tinder and people are like, "What do you do?" And and instead of just being like, "I'm an actor," it'd be Mm. like, "Oh, I'm a
0: filmmaker." Oh, do you say I'm a filmmaker sometimes? And I always feel like such an asshole. I'm always just like, you don't have to open with "I'm a filmmaker." (laughs) 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 Like you don't have to, unless you're like using Tinder for promo. Just be like, "Yeah, Mm. I act. I, I I do that kind of stuff." And then you can tell them later. You don't have to be like, I'm a director, author, writer, well, actor. Well, instead
1: of saying, like, oh, like, writer, producer, and everything, I'm just like a filmmaker.
0: I, I mean, filmmakers a lot. If someone said filmmaker in my book, oh,
1: well, <laughs> like, the people who are also like filmmakers or whatever on like Tinder who say they're like, they're always like, oh, I'm a filmmaker. Uh, yeah, I it does feel a little pretentious,
0: yeah.
1: Um, but you know what? Fuck it. I deserve to be pretentious. Okay. Divos you know is what? Great. I didn't say so, oh, better is. than Citizen Kane. <laughs> All right. Citizen
0: Kane better watch out. Citizen
1: Kane better watch out. Because Devo's
0: is here to take I'm, that crown. I'm,
1: that's why I'm like reading up on Citizen Kane because yes. co- Devo's is coming.
0: Yes. Devo's taking it down. Yeah. I
1: don't know how I can like change Devo's to like make it as good as Citizen Kane suddenly, <laughs> But like it, I'm going to do it. You've done it. I mean, but I don't have to change anything because, you know, it's Citizen Kane. It's the Rice. Citizen Kane of 2020. And not that many movies came out in twenty twenty, so the competition
0: wasn't that fierce. But Sonic was great though. (laughs) It's a great movie, I loved it. I did not see Sonic. Oh, it's lovely. Okay, well, it's a I'll joy. have to see
1: Sonic and read up on all on Sonic. You got to do that I right mean, now. From, it's Devos and
0: Citizen Kane. All right, your top two are the top two. <laughs> all right, well, I guess it's time to wrap it up. Let's say goodbye to everybody. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. Yeah. I hope you have a perfect week, and we'll be back next week with another Two Game Mats yeah. podcast. Happy
1: Thanksgiving. We're thankful yes. for all of you. We're
0: so thankful for you, and uh, do anything that is safe mm-hmm. and. Keep safety on the mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>